0: Good morning, and welcome to another fun failed edition of the recordings of a fangirl, hashtag sarcasm, on my half birthday, the 7th of October, 2022. Friday, happy Friday, y'all. Oh, thank God, it's Friday. What a freaking ass week this has been. Oh my God, anyhow. So I had different things planned for today, like I was going to go over, like, you know, my, my predictions for the hockey season and um my predictions for the Rangers and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, "U-huh, oh, no, I was given gold to talk about, like, every category that I'm going to talk about today is pretty much like podcast gold. So that's what I'm going to talk about. And they're all four different things. So I'll do... I'll do two of the ranger stuff first. Then we'll, we'll talk about Paul Bissonnet. I believe that's how we say his name, Bissonnet. He's, <laughs> sounds French to me. Um, <laughs> French for um, sexist pig. Um, we'll talk about him, you know, cause then he goes by Biz Nasty um, on uh, social. Uh, and he's on uh, N- uh, um, NHL TNT. We'll talk about him. And then, I want to talk about Ryan Lingren at the end, lighthearted, lighthearted stuff. But kind of like tie in with like what Paul Bissonnette says. All right, Bissonnette. <laughs> oh God! All right. Anyway, all right. So the first thing I want to talk about is Sammy Black. So on Twitter, supposedly he's blocking everybody that's ever mentioned his name without even reading the context of tweets. So he's blocking ranger fans left and right, he's blocking devil fans, as I would block them anyway, Uh, Islander fans, any fan that's talked about him. So he's literally going on Twitter and searching his name and blocking the person. This shows you what a weak asshole he is. He is not designed for New York Rangers hockey. He is not ready to be in the New York spotlight because he's not gonna handle it well. Now, for all those that don't know the context as to why, because he's freaking stupid, okay? Back in the summer, you know, when we had the Connor McDavid um, dating cheating scandal, he decided on his Instagram. This is why I tell you athletes do not understand social media. I say it slowly, maybe it sinks into their brains. They don't understand it. They don't get it. They don't use it the right way. And here's the reason why. So he has some sort of inside joke with his sister. Okay, uh, you can tell it's an inside joke between a brother and a sister. You can tell it's a joke. When he he commented on one of her photos sexy babe and like everybody's head popped off oh my god he wants to have sex with his sister that was not what he said now here is why they don't understand it first of all if you're gonna post that on a public forum without any other context next necessary you're going to get what you got people thinking that you wanted to have sex with your sister that's why if you notice like i use hashtag sarcasm so you can read it that way when i when i do it any kind of thing that i'm joking or trying to be snippy or funny or whatever i will have a hashtag in that tweet or on that post on instagram whenever i'm on instagram um any platform i use hashtags so you know the gist of what I'm trying to say. He could have put, even in parentheses, inside joke, you know, or a laughing emoji or a winking emoji or a some emoji where people would be like, oh, he's just joking with his sister. And then the asshole that he is, I'm the one out there that was defending him against all the Ranger fans that were like, oh my God, he wants to sleep with his sister. But see, because he doesn't know how to read, he just sees his name. Oh, they're talking about me and he blocks um, That's his fault. So am I looking forward to seeing Sammy Blay on the Rangers? No. No. Now, I complained that Adam Fox was stiff, like his personality was stiff. Huh. No, Sammy Blay has everybody beaten on that team. He's a weak asshole. He is not meant for New York, number one. Do I hope
1: he does good? Of course, he's on my team. Will I be rooting for him? Sure. But his personality sucks. And he's weak. Weak, 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 weak. Okay,
0: First rant. And don't get me started with Jimmy Vesey. <laughs> don't get me started with that. Um, but seeing this week all the tweets about people that got bothered by like how the preseason lines were being thrown out there oh my god this season on twitter is going to be one hell of a ride so if you're not ready for it as a fan buck up and buckle up okay so my second thing is jacob chupa jacob 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 what the hell are you doing Okay, here's my thing. Jacob, I love you. I think you make a great leader. I know you make a great leader. No, see, no, last year, he was the only one after that embarrassing loss to Pittsburgh, where he told everybody players only meeting. See, that's the leadership you have instilled in you. No one learns to be a leader. You can't learn how to lead. I don't care what people say. Leadership is instilled. You either have it or you don't have it. And you have it. You have that leadership instinct. But why on God's green earth are you talking to Gary fucking V who knows shit about leadership, who knows shit about social media, who knows shit about everything? The advice that he's given people, especially entrepreneurs, has ruined their lives. Okay, for everybody that doesn't know what he said, I'll just paraphrase. He thinks that entrepreneurs should hustle 24 seven. No sleep, don't bother buying, don't buy, don't buy anything. Don't go out to family events, don't do anything fun. Don't do anything. All you got to do is hustle your ass off. Hustle, hustle, hustle. The harder you work, the more money money you're going to make, which is such a false myth. And I can tell you from from me because I'm an entrepreneur and he's not even an entrepreneur. He gained a business from his father and turned it into a billion dollar business, a wine business. I believe that's what it was, if I am not mistaken. But whatever the business is, and, and that's really awesome. I am glad for him. I am happy he did that. But here's the thing when he does. See, when you have a business, you as the ceo support your employees he
1: does everything in reverse he has his employees support him he doesn't believe in education so
0: he doesn't believe in learning but yet you don't believe in learning gary but you believe in hustling how are people going to learn how to hustle if you don't believe in it like he's like He contradicts himself time and time again. He's a great speaker because he says things, and I can understand, let me say this, he curses a lot more than me. So for those that don't like when I curse, huh?
1: you haven't heard anything if you don't listen to Gary V. He is such a fraud. He is toxic. If you haven't seen it there's a video currently doing the rounds that's supposedly
0: essential viewing for all 20 year olds and the vice, he gives is downright harmful. The video starts off great really it does his advice is not to compare yourself to others is the point, which is true life isn't a competition. What matters at the end of the day is how you feel about what you're doing, not how you compare yourself to others, so someone had more success than you at the same age who gives a shit it doesn't actually matter. Um, So here he goes Gary sums up this advice in the description of his video. Every second you spend thinking about what someone else has is taking away from the time that you create something for yourself. Spend the energy on your visions and his advice to not accept instant success too. great stuff. But unfortunately, Gary doesn't stop there. No, he decides to share his life advice on what it takes to be successful. And his advice is toxic. Okay. He goes like this. Biggest fucking reality check I got in my life. Fucking best thing I've ever seen on social media feed ever. This really okay, so then he says, um, I find it hard, how okay, upset, blah, 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 thousands of people commented it. Okay, so even people I know were saying things like that, you know. Um, the reason this disturbs me is because Gary V's life um, at life advice is to be successful, you need to just work for the next ten years. I gave up my 20s, all of them. Imagine not doing anything fun or going anywhere for the next eight, including Saturday and Sunday. That's all I did from 22 to 30. He spent 15 hours a day working. You spend more of your downtime on not your career this weekend than I did in my entire 20s. To the poor woman who's on the other end of this rant, which accumulates in this gem, you need to realize that if you put your head down and just work for the next 10 years, no glamour, no fucking new car, suitcase, glory, jewelry, trip, whatever, no fucking new fucking sneakers, like fucking work, you will have it. Uh. Yes, Gary Gary V has single handedly done more damage to the lives of twenty something year olds that buy this crap in the five minutes than anyone that's ever heard given life advice before. So, okay, working harder isn't always the answer, and I'm gonna say this: working harder is not always the answer. You don't have to work harder than anybody else. You have to work smarter. That's what a true entrepreneur does, and I've seen women. I'll just say women entrepreneurs think that they have to work harder. No, you have to work smarter. Um. So, I mean, ideally, I, I, the damage you could do last for years. OK, so you might not be around to see the payoff. He, Gary is basically suggesting deferring your life for the next 10 to 20 years. Don't go have any fun. See your friends or do anything just for the enjoyment. Just fucking work. But then finally, in 10 to 20 years of a time, you'll get the payoff to be successful. The huge fundamental problem with this is though, you might never get to see the payoff. Remember, we don't know when we're going to die.
1: You don't know when your last day on earth is. Why the hell would I wanna spend 10 to 20 years of my life just fucking working? Um, and whatever that means how do you
0: how i going to measure my success see everybody measures success differently everybody measures success in a different way in a different fashion your success is not
1: the same as my success my success is not the same as anybody else's success happiness life
0: all of it really isn't about money sure we need a certain amount of money to survive and the more we have the easier certain things will be But money will not actually make you happy and feel fulfilled. This is why, like, when athletes, like, you know, want the most money. Now, I believe they should get paid. But I don't believe that athletes need trillions of dollars to play a sport. Sorry, but not sorry. You know,
1: um, you don't. See, for
0: me, success no longer has anything to do with much money I'm making or how much big my business is. It's instead focused on whether I have freedom, whether I'm learning, whether I'm happy, and whether I'm helping people. Success can be defined however the help you want, and not even challenging people on the assumption that it creates to wealth is irresponsible. Then going so far as to tell people that working all hours a day is basically a requirement for success is downright toxic and harmful. So, Jacob, you're asking Gary Vee for advice because he, he slid into your DMs on Instagram? Why? And then reaching out to CEOs. First of all, running a business is not the same as running the New York Rangers as a captain. It's not the same thing. If you need to have to know how it is to be a leader in New York, you know who you fucking reach out to? Mark Messier, Eli Manning, and Derek Jeter. Three of the best leaders here in New York even patrick ewing
1: there's four leaders in new york that you can reach out to those four but like i said you're
0: either born with leadership skill or you don't have it at all it's not something that you can
1: learn and you can't learn it's crazy
0: but seeing that made me so upset. I'm like, why the hell is Jacob asking for leadership advice? Don't, I, I wanna say this. I wish Chris Kreider could throw you through a window. <laughs> like he threw Mika, he threw, the, um, he threw the iPad with that Mika had where Mika was gonna second guess himself. If you're second guessing yourself as a leader, we have a problem. Don't ever second guess yourself. You are fucking awesome, Jacob. You are awesome, you are great, you are a good leader. You have skill, you have talent and ability focus on that don't focus on the things that you don't have focus on the strengths see now sometimes i I tell people to actually focus on their weaknesses because then you can turn those into strengths so what are your
1: weaknesses as a leader Uh, they can't be that many because we highly i highly tout you right you were my second choice for captain let's be real but still you're my second choice
0: so i believe in you and the guys believe in you isn't that the most important thing to have your teammates believe in you as being the captain of the team. The upper management believes in you isn't that important, so if everybody believes in you and then you have fans who believe in you. And you have fans who come around. But isn't that the most important, so why are you second doubting yourself second guessing yourself and doubting yourself as a leader and reaching out to toxic people God almighty no. Stop that shit right now. All right, so now I will move on into the fun
1: part. (laughs) So, okay, millions of women have
0: experienced playing sports and many millions more are fans of sports. But women are still not giving much opportunity to even talk about sports. And when they do, men still persistently question our qualifications. Okay. If you think they don't, well, maybe then you don't know as much sports as you think to the guys out there. Then maybe you don't know that much because they are. So I've read some of the tweets over the past couple days. Some of them, oh my
1: god have mercy on me like there was one dude there was one dude that said let me see if i can find it do i save it i don't even know um some of them have been really awesome by the way
0: um Hold on, I'm coming. Oh my God, why is this not showing me what I, okay. Um, okay, here's one. So this guy says, so you're telling me women do not like attractive men. There are lots of women who watch sports to see the attractive guys. That is why it is the hot guy jerseys that sell to women and not the 350 pound offensive linemen so here's my response because you know this is how dumb men are yeah it's pretty much impossible to see the faces or the abs of football players as they're bowling across the tv if we wanted to look at cute guys we watch a soap opera or a music video or a sex website not athletes covered in so much gear that they're barely recognizable
1: right that was there um so there is an
0: actual science as to why women are attracted to athletes in general, but to say the most sexist thing and constantly say, say it shows how desperate that Paul is for his ratings and how dumb he is in the process. Because I'm just going to leave it here. Um, some people have put really some really... Um, some really great things there's a picture of a guy here whispering to a man a woman in a corner women only watch hockey for the attractive men with no teeth a receding hairline and the collective iq of minus 37 now i'm not saying that that's hockey players this is what this guy's saying um women only watch hockey for the hot men really are these are these the hot men in question and you can't even see who they
1: are they're all covered in gear and that's another thing like hello men who play sports are covered in gear but yes yes that that's that's why we go watch them
0: um and then you have girls posting pictures of them in their jerseys when they were young you know um some women saying if i watch a sport for attractive players it wouldn't be hockey um all these different stupid things i know that i watch hockey for reasons other than the players being attractive like i know that for 100 percent fact most because it's me who gets to determine why i watch hockey um paul Bisney, paul Bisney, does not tell me why i watch hockey and you shouldn't let him tell you why either that was a very good one uh paul really just said half the reasons why the viewership is because they're attractive on national television um blah 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 Yada 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 okay um. Right okay so then, let me finish what I was saying um. Okay, so then we get to ask the questions get that that we get asked about sports is well your boyfriend must like it so that's why you like it or your dad or your brother made you watch when when you were little and that's why you like such and such um. Well, for some reason, it's hard for some people to wrap their brains around the fact that a woman can turn on a television and find a game all on her own. Can you imagine that? I can turn on the freaking television and find any sport and sit there and decide if I want to watch it or not. Oh, my God. Is that is that like news flash or breaking news or what? Like, that's literally how I became into hockey, by the way. Like, my brother doesn't like hockey. I mean, he likes it, but he's not a fan. My dad doesn't even understand hockey, number number two. None of my male cousins that I hang out with even know what hockey is. Okay. I got my, my cousin, Carrie, involved in hockey. And I started watching hockey back in 1991, 92. Is that when I started watching it? And I only got interested in it because it was always on the news. So I always watched the news with my parents at dinner and like the highlights would come on, like the sports guy on the news would come on and show like, you know, ranger highlights and stuff. And I was like, oh, that looks cool. That looks really interesting. And then I got interested in it, into it. So I got myself interested in hockey. No guy made me get into it. I wasn't trying to impress a man with liking hockey. Um, And he does he not know this that and this this is for all the men out there do you know that you can be a fan of a sport without knowing every player's statistic if you claim to like baseball and then you're bombarded with questions about the players you aren't going to be happy even if you know all the answers you don't quiz. we don't quiz men on their beyonce knowledge okay or you know victoria's secret model knowledge so why should you quiz us about sports that just downgrades us that's all you're doing is downgrading a woman for liking a sport i don't care what sport they like they can like baseball football hockey basketball soccer whatever i don't care and then we get well she must be an airhead I get that a lot. Well, she must be on your head. Oh, that's especially because I'm blonde, too. (laughs) Top it all off. Um, If you like a team that just so happens to be doing well, you're going to be getting accused of liking them because it's trendy. I've gotten that, too. Well, it's just trendy right now to like such and such. So that's why you like it. It's trendy. You're a bandwagoner. Right. Um, Note, I didn't spend hundreds of dollars on my hockey jersey to impress my crush, my man, a man, the man, a man, or him. You know, some women watch sports because they actually enjoy them and they don't have alternative motives. Like, ah, uh, you know, um, and if anything, I can tell you this, guys find it completely attractive when a girl can keep
1: up with her, like her boyfriend or her crush or another guy with a sport.
0: Some guy told me he's a competitive cyclist, right? And he says, I'm a competitive cyclist, and if a girl can keep up with me on a mid-paced weekend ride, I'm pretty much in love.
1: So, guys like it when girls like sports. You know, and for all
0: you men out there, I see your fucking tweets and your fucking posts where you post the hot girl watching the sport. So, don't tell me you don't enjoy looking at hot girls who like the sport and who are sitting there uh, there have been memes about some like some freaking chick that like had her boobs exposed behind the behind the bench i think it was the dallas stars game if i'm not mistaken i don't remember who it was but like it's like those type of
1: things so don't don't be telling me Mm-mm. no 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 take that shit and throw it away now nah. question
0: this ties in with me talking about Ryan Lindgren at the end. Question, It always seems like a cliche or a stereotype that women are more attracted to athletes, right? So one study suggests, yes, sports are attractive to women. Okay, it does physical attractiveness of the athletes matter to the women. So I'm going to tell you the study. So researchers did this whole main study. They recruited 125 females and 119 males from a Canadian university. The the participants ranged in age from 18 to 25. Okay. Each participant in the large study was shown pictures with a description. The picture was either a low or high attractiveness person. The description on the picture described one of three types of sports involvement team sport individual sport club member then the person was either described as regardless of high or other group members not regarded high blah 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 to sum up the photograph and the description varied in attractiveness and
1: sport involvement and status okay all right so then they were to um then these included questions regarding whether
0: the hypothetical person seems to have the following characteristics committed good financial prospect dependable character pleasant impulsive high status social skills ambitious quick tempered intelligent lazy healthy confident insecure competitive selfish emotionally stable promiscuous and would want children okay here are the results we'll focus on reporting on the women ready team athletes were seen as slightly better with social skills slightly more competitive more promiscuous (laughs) shocking individual sport athletes so people not not on team sports were slightly better with emotional disposition and slightly healthier overall when individual and team athletes were combined they beat non-athletes in every area because athletes in general are seen as better emotional disposition better social skills less lazy healthier more competent more competitive more promiscuous (laughs) promiscuous promiscuous (laughs) i love saying that word sorry the last two may not be positive traits but whatever so, how do the sport involvement compare to attractiveness and status? Attractiveness of the photograph and status both increase perceptions of positive personal characteristics. However, sport involvement was just as strong as attractiveness and proceed in predicting positive traits. Highly high status, being well regarded among your peers resulted in the strongest boost of all the positive personal traits. So what can we learn here? Being an athlete does boost boost perceptions of a guy's positive attractive traits. So attractive traits, not attractive body, attractive traits. The biggest boost was between an athlete and non-athlete. In other words, if you are a less attractive guy, get into sports, its way to boost perceptions of your positive traits to the same degree of physical attractiveness. However, the biggest boost to perceptions of positive traits was high was high social regard. This means that being well liked and well respected by your peers is the most attractive of all. None of us looking at an athlete and going, Oh, he's hot. He's hot. That's why we want to be with him, cause he's so fucking hot. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah, look at him! I'm dripping of sweat just looking at him. Like, yes, because I can do that with hockey players who are dressed in pads from head to freaking ass toe, helmets, and then they have some of them have face shields. Sure. As I'm watching them skate by my t- on my TV or in person, depending on where the hell I sit.
1: Yes. So. I'm like, is, is he freaking ass for real?
0: But then here's my thing. Someone goes, well, he's just trying to be like Howard Stern. No, 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 no. Then just be on the radio. Have a radio show, you know, be as sexist as you want, like Craig Carton and Evan Roberts are when it comes to women. On the radio, you no, know, where, your, where your target audience is men. Most women don't listen to them because they are the way they
1: are and they don't really talk sports anyway, then they'll do that then. Because, you know, it's okay. It's okay on, on the radio. Like, you
0: know, that's what Harris Stern got away with it all these years because he never really was on TV, national television. So I just wanna say, so Paul, your, um, your, your career game. So he played 202 games. Okay, and in that 202 games, he only scored seven goals,
1: had 15 assists, okay, 340 penalty minutes. He got two game-winning goals, okay, took 100 shots. He was the 121st pick overall. Do you kind of
0: think that maybe he's jealous of all the hockey players today who are fucking better than he ever was? Because if I'm looking at those stats, he sucks. He totally sucks as an athlete. He sucked. His shot percentage in 2010, 2011 was 5.56%. The most he ever got for his shot percentage was 12% in
1: 2009 and 2010. Okay. He's never played a whole year by the way either. The most games he played was in
0: 2010-2011 when he played 48 games. Had one goal by the way.
1: One penalty, um, plus 6. Penalty minute 71. Um yeah, no. You suck. So, you sucked as
0: a player, and now you're going to go out there on national television, like, cause, like you know, because TNT doesn't know how to do hockey. Sorry, they know how to do basketball. They have the greatest guys sitting there for basketball. They do not know how to do hockey. It's a clown show. I don't need to watch a clown show during the intermission, them doing stupid shit. I don't find it entertaining. And I just want to point out when they do stupid shit like that. That's why women live longer than men. I'm just pointing that out there. And then he has to stand there and or sit there to get like ratings by saying that women only like sports for
1: the good looking men, Right. Sure, sure we do. Okay, so I just wanted to also tell you this. So last year,
0: Biz Nasty, whatever you wanna freaking ass call him, how about I call him this? I'm just gonna call him sexy asshole. (laughs) Sexist, the biggest sexist asshole that you can probably ever find, who thinks he probably is the hottest thing since sliced bread, and really isn't. He's nothing to look at. Paul whatever his freaky name is, Paul Bisnay is not that good to look at. He's not that good looking. Maybe he's also jealous of that too because he's not that good looking. Um, last year came under fire about making a comment last season while he was um, broadcasting a Dallas Stars game. See, I was right about a large breasted woman sitting behind the Stars bench. How do you still have a job on TNT? Dear TNT, fire the jackass. So now he makes a comment about a, about large-breasted women and now he says something else. That half the reason the NHL has female viewership is because the players are attractive. Fire the jackass. Get rid of him. Um yeah, so I'm going to make a I'm going to make a video, but I want to hear this is this is the the sound I'm going to use. I believe this is the one, All right? Let me see. Does anyone else hate when people say, don't worry, you'll find a guy. There's plenty of fish in the sea. The sea is full of trash. All the fish are dying. That's why we have global warming. Watch the news. Thank you. That, that's for you, Paul. That, that, that clip is for you. I will post it on Twitter. Yeah, there's trash. He's trash. Trash. Uh, I wouldn't even like, look at you with like you know, a second glance. If you were the last man on Earth, I wouldn't recreate with you. That's how bad you are. I-, I couldn't even believe you even had a girlfriend, let alone a good-looking one. Um, that was back in 2013. I don't know if they're still together because she doesn't post anything on Instagram about the two of you together. And I don't see anything on Instagram that you guys are together still. So they probably scrubbed clean their Instas because um, you know, that's what people do. When people break up, they just get rid of all the pictures on, on social media about them together. So there's that. Um um so i also want to say this regardless of whether or not what he said was a throw out throwaway comment is something that should not have been said especially given the circumstances surrounding hockey canada the climate around the questionable culture of the sport and the organization with women because women Or you know, came forward about being raped, about being sexually abused, sexually harassed. And this is what us women have to deal with on a daily freaking ass basis. Sports or no sports, we still have to deal with this shit. There's a woman who on Tiktok posted the most saddest video I've ever seen, where she said that this guy won't leave her alone. Okay, this guy will not leave her alone. And the police told her we'll block his email, block his social That's all you can do because until he actually comes and hurts you or tries to come near you, we can't do anything about it. This is the problem. And Paul, whatever you
1: want to call him, is nasty, whatever his fucking name is. Okay. Creates this culture of
0: men who think it's okay and acceptable to abuse a woman whether mentally physically emotionally it's okay for him to say oh look at that girl she's got big ass boobs but then he contradicts himself and says with a double standard well women can't talk about men's pecs you know women can't talk about this women can't talk about that women only like this for that um but it's okay for a man to do that. Like I commented yesterday, why is it that women are always questioned about their sports knowledge, but men can be dumb as fuck on social media, dumb as hell and get away with being so stupid and having the stupidest tweets. But a woman says something, she's questioned. That has to stop. And I wrote a whole entire blog post a couple days ago, actually, I think it was a week ago, about people, about women who wanna date athletes, okay? So you can't deny the attraction to dating an athlete, someone who by their nature is disciplined, focused, and recognizes the value, okay, of working as a team toward a shared goal. All right, so it's by science, okay? like i just told you the scientific studies that are drawn on why women are attracted to athletes and i will also tell you this women are attracted to athletic men i'll say athletic men more so than men who are not that athletic because they want to procreate it's all, and it's subconscious. It's not. A, I've written books on this. My whole entire book, in the, in the first couple chapters, was all on this type of stuff.
1: That's in that book, Hello Love, where it's Cupid, the second edition, by the way. It was all on this. So for him to just say and sit there, well, they're just attracted to them because they're men. Okay, so I I went to go look at
0: something that I wrote. So what does a woman gain from choosing a man with high endurance? That's what athletes have high endurance. He would bring home the most food in the evening. This behavior can be seen in other animals. In a lot of animal species,
1: they prefer the males with the longest tails and the brightest plumage. through the
0: university. Okay, blah, blah, blah. I'm just trying to sing. Okay, Tom Brady is the perfect example, because he's one of the most successful quarterbacks of all time. He looks like he could be a Ralph Lauren model. It's no surprise that women who marry, marry him is literally a supermodel. We can still talk about him and his problems. But this goes on in other professional sports. These men are some of the most successful in their sport. And they're all swoon worthy. Okay, blah blah blah. blah blah blah. Athletes tend to have more masculine features, with which women find more attractive, and that our society considers "quote unquote" the perfect man. Some of these features include men who are at least six feet tall and physically fit. Other factors is some facial hair, which correlates not only with maturity and masculinity, but also with dominance and aggression. An intermediate level of beardness is most attractive these traits perfectly describe some athletes who are known as quote unquote heart thro- heartthrobs. throbs okay um so i can tell you like everybody all women talk about jimmy garoppolo of san francisco 49ers um i mean i've seen so many videos on that it's also important to know that there are athletes who don't fit the ideal male beauty standard quote unquote but are still viewed as attractive due to their athleticism. This can be explained by women desiring men who are physically fit and athletes fit that description. Females often prefer mate to mate with high quality males because you're going to then have high quality children. Do you, do you see the correlation? That's why women sort, sort out, they, they look for athletic men. So guys, if you're not athletic, women aren't looking at you. Sorry, but that's just the way it is. Physical proudness can tr- tr- trump conventional attractiveness. Okay, so this goes back to the idea that women generally want partners who are physically fit to protect them. It sounds, okay. Um, We know many professional athletes are wealthy, but that's the superficial part that we all get the gold digger thing. I'm not going to deal with that thing right now. That's a whole other other topic. So there's a scientific explanation behind women's attraction to athletic men. Our ancient ancestors relied on strong men to protect them from predators, leaving us with a desire to want to have a romantic and or sexual relationship with a man who is physically strong and could be protective. We all love a man with a handsome face, sure, and a a fit body. But that's not the reason we are most attracted to athletes. Boom. Mic drop. I can't drop my mic and break. So now I'll talk about Ryan Lingren. going into Ryan Lingren. Because of what I'm gonna say is gonna seem as though <laughs> it's gonna, it's on the prowess, Let me just put it that way. Okay, so last during this week they did the the New York Rangers did their, their fun thing off the boards with the Ryan's uh, Ryan Reeves and Ryan Lingren. So Ryan Lingren was up first, obviously with the mic. And he (laughs) and he had glasses, and he put them on. Um, Someone said, "What the hell is he need glasses? He's not that old." Um, Note: My brother got glasses in kindergarten. I started wearing glasses in fifth grade. Your eyesight can go at any time, especially if you have um, DNA in your family that has problems with eyesight. So, for the stupid people that tweet that shit, uh, there you go. Um, Nothing to do with age. Again people with age drive me absolutely nuts okay so he did this thing right <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna hear these not never hear the end of this but i'm gonna say it anyway so of course i commented oh we're role-playing huh because mm-hmm. he put on the glasses and i was just like oh that's where my brain goes sorry but like you know i have a dirty mind I will admit, see, like, some people don't see it on Twitter, because I don't, like, necessarily, it's not something that I'm going to always broadcast, but I'll broadcast it every now and then, because I'm not ashamed. It's, it's life, okay? He, he is attractive, yes, but, like I just said, you know, beardness, yes, he has that magic mustache, trademark, um, <laughs> he has that, ma- he has that mustache, he ha- I call him a sexy beast he is sexy to me everything about Ryan Lindgren is hot okay the way he plays the game is hot the way that he is unselfish is hot the way he puts himself last his teammates first his injury he plays injured is hot now if his head is hurt and he has a concussion I would be pissed off if he was playing but in regular season is a whole different ball game than the playoffs I have to make sure I say that because he's already hurt. Um, but he has a lot of attractive features. First of all, you know, um, you know, so anyway, let me go back to um, what I was saying. Okay, so, hold on, I have to get the lyrics for this. Um, so I said, he when I saw that, and I was like, oh, you want to role play, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought of a Nicki Minaj song. So it's it's one of her newest hits. It's called, you know, Super Freaky Girl. That song came into my mind. Now, I am not going to sing it. Sorry to ruin. I'm not ruining my podcast. <laughs> I'm not ruining my podcast. Pe- 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 but... um. So, you know, her lyrics go, he won an F R E A K, freaky girl. An F R E A K, freaky girl. Um, okay. And then, of course, my favorite line is, like, you know, about you know, the baddest alive. One thing about me, I'm the baddest alive. He knows the prettiest bitch didn't come until I arrived. Mm hmm. And if you want to listen to the song, go get it. It's on iTunes, it's everywhere. You can even download it on Amazon Music. You can get whatever, you can get everything everywhere. You can even listen to it on YouTube, for God's sakes. Just download the song if you have. No, it's called Super Freaky Girl. That's the song I think of as soon as I saw that picture. Sorry, but not sorry. Yes, that's my dirty mind. And I know some of you, I, I think I had your you had your mind blown when I posted something the other day. But yes. Mm-hmm. That's what I think of. So, and am i going to be sorry for that, because Paul is nasty thinks that i that's the only reason why i watch watch hockey um hello ryan lingren wasn't on the team back in 1992 or three whenever i started watching i think i started in 92 when mark messier came to the team was it 90. i think that's when i started watching it so anyway and i was like not of age yet i'll put it that way um almost but not yet not quite (laughs) not quite Anyhow, oh was it 94? No, I watched 94, obviously, 93, 94. I'm just trying to think, when the hell did I start watching the Rangers? But anyway, I don't even think Ryan, Ryan Lingwood wasn't even born then, okay? So, hello. Um, and there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with wanting to date an athlete. So all the girls out there that want to date an athlete, I just told you the reasons why you want to date one. You know, you're yeah, sure money, and like I told you how money is not the best thing in the whole entire world anyway. You shouldn't focus on money and superficial shit. Like, obviously, Paul he focuses on on superficial shit. Like, you know, the size of a woman's boobs. Superficial shit. You know, she can have the biggest ass boob, but she can be the biggest bitch. That's who you want to be with? All right. All right. Go ahead. You deserve it. You're trash anyway, so you can get the trashy girls. All the hoes that have nothing to... um. Uh, show for except you know posing naked on on instagram and posing half naked on uh twitter and then even posting fully naked and on on OnlyFans and i can guarantee you paul's probably one of those guys that signed up on OnlyFans just to get all the um uh, the women who think that they are porn stars he probably watches porn daily because that's all he can do uh that's all he's got because i think if you're a woman and you're dating him <laughs> You're stupid. You're a stupid girl, because he's garbage. And he should not be allowed to be on TNT. He should not be allowed to be the voice of anybody. If he's going to make
1: comments like that. Keep your trap shut. You know, what's going to happen one day, um, he may get it him when he you
0: know, if he gets a woman pregnant, well, that would be like, you know, miracle on Earth. But if he does, he's going to have a daughter, because that's how God works. That's karma right there to have a daughter. And then if he had a daughter, I guarantee you he wouldn't think these things. So just think if you're a guy out there and you're this sexist, one day you're going to have a daughter and a guy is gonna treat your daughter the exact same way that you're treating, treating women today. And
1: if that's the case, then you deserve all the shit you're getting right now. Right now you deserve everything that you get. Because if you have a daughter, and you're okay with it, and you have a daughter, you are the worst human being. Sorry, but not. Women have dealt with this since the beginning of freaking ass time. You know, all the stupid little
0: tweets, I'll go back to the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hi
1: guys, why would you want me to go back to the kitchen? That's where all the knives are. Yes, I went there. All right. So, hockey starts
0: Wednesday. Tuesday, Tuesday. Sorry, I'm in I'm in different Lala Land right now with my times because I head off Wednesday. My schedule was crazy on Wednesday. It was different on Wednesday, and I keep thinking that I, I have no idea what the like, day it is. Monday, all the schools are closed again because it's Columbus Day. So, La Land. At least the Rangers and the NHL were smart enough not to have the first game beyond Columbus Day. Opening night is Tuesday. Um, I think they're going to come out. I think there's going to be a little bumps in the road for for the Rangers on on Tuesday, just a little bumps. But I think the home crowd and being introduced and all that kind of stuff is going to propel them. And speaking of that, I can't believe that MSG does not have that first game. You gave it to ESPN. Great. I, I, just great. I have to watch ESPN screw that shit up. MSG better show the introductions because that's what us fans love. Us fans love seeing the players introduced for the first game. It's the home game. It's the way that we, we're kicking off the season. We want to see those introductions. I can't. I can't even think that. Why, they, why would they give that game up? I'd be like, uh, hell no, you can have the next game. Somebody should lose their job there for giving that first game up. That first game belongs on MSJ. It belongs with, with, you know, Lundquist and John Giannone and, and Valley doing the pregame and then going right into the introductions and then hearing Sam Rosen on the, on the, on
1: the TV with Joe Micheletti, not ESPN.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that concludes everything today. I probably will have a blog post out about it later about women liking, you know, stereotypes and sports and stuff. Um, and my feel about it, because I'll continue it in a, on a blog probably this weekend. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. And I will talk with you all. Wednesday. By the way, if you watched that football game last night, you deserve a medal. That was the most boringest shit. I only watched a little bit of it, and I was born to, bored to pieces. But I all told you how it was gonna go with Russell Wilson. I told you how it was all gonna go down. I'm um, um, so far, I'm right. It was gonna be a disaster. And it's been a disaster. You all thought because Russell Wilson went to the Denver Broncos and all of a sudden the Denver Broncos were going to be like this big, humongous, mean team that were going to, you know, take down
1: everybody. Nope. Not a chance. Talk to you all Wednesday.